but like isn't that weird though that like, you just have like a hard time starting something but once you get going it's like it's like it's like physics applies to people as well okay but what do you mean by start you think you mean starting a project or starting, starting anything? anything like think about starting a conversation starting a project starting a business starting a marketing plan mm. ending a conversation ending a business ending a marketing plan ending like a meal well, like making a meal, a like starting like a meal, like actually like starting to like make a meal. It's like I have a formula for that that'll help when it comes to like meal making. Well, okay. I'm not easier. saying I have a problem with it. Oh, but. well, if people do. You stick to two ingredients. No, that's lame. Welcome to the Social Marketing Podcast, where we cut through the noise to show you how to engage your brand in the digital world. And now your hosts, Luke and Clara. Welcome to the Social Marketing Podcast, episode number eight. I'm Luke. And I'm Clara. And we're here to talk to you about a time-saving technique that I in- thought I invented, and then I found out a lot of other marketers <laughs> did it, which I wish I knew beforehand. But that's about reusing content and adapting content to different mediums and across platforms. The reason this, this works so well is because, as we've mentioned in our other podcasts, different platforms call for different types of mm-hmm. uh, And they have material. different demographics and different audiences. Exactly. And, you know, just a different feel, a different reason for why they go on there. And actually, we've been talking about this. We've been leading up to this episode in a way, talking about the different platforms, the different audiences, the different ways that you can break out on those platforms. So if you haven't listened to the last seven episodes Go back, listen to them, because they are going to be very helpful for this one. But first, we have some news. Clara, what do you have for us today? So I uh, come bearing gifts. This is an article that I thoroughly enjoyed because it blends two of my favorite topics, marketing and coffee. Oh, yes. Um, And so what I liked about this article is that, you know, the title of it is A Unique Marketing Spin for a Coffee Shop. And um, reading it is great, especially if you're a business that does something that's very similar to other businesses. If you provide Mm -hmm. a service that other people provide, you know, and you're trying to think, how do I differentiate myself? Mm -hmm. Um, What this guy did is they came into the into this coffee shop and looked at what people really liked. And they found out that it was, you know, the cappuccinos. And so they created, and utilizing the same machinery and things that were there, they just made the cappuccino stand its own entity. They just kind of separated it and made it its own thing and made it look real professional. And so when people came in, they were like, oh, there's a fancy cappuccino stand uh. right here. And then they reorganized the seating so that they could tailor to uh, companies to come in for meetings. And just pretty much looking at their demographic, where they were located, right. what people really liked, and then capitalizing on those two things completely changed the, the marketing strategy and really it worked really well. Um, so I thought that was an awesome Yeah, because if you think about it, like the, the thought of someone like someone who specifically makes your cappuccino at a special place, mm-hmm. you know, it feels very special. Oh, I'd, I'd pay money for that. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, and that's the research is knowing who your audience is, knowing yes. what they like. <laughs> and then and then doing something with that research and not just being like, oh, that's interesting. And 
uh, capitalizing on trends, looking at what's popular, what drinks mm -hmm. are popular, yep. and really making that more pronounced. So it's kind of a great blend of those. Yep. And yeah, I love it. And I love coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I want coffee. Um, anyway, so my piece of new news is um, is this article I found. It's not terribly recent, but I found it and I love it because it's one more it's one more thing to me that shows the value of social media if just for like kids to have. Mm. And and I know this isn't an argument for the value of social media for those of being like what? But let's just get into it. Um, so basically the headline is Carnival Cruise offers Virginia teen a luxurious trip in exchange for Snapchat handle. So this um, teen, Darian, he actually created the, he's a huge fan of Carnival Cruises, I guess, which I didn't like, I've never thought of being a fan of a cruise line, but, um, but he created the handle in Snapchat Carnival Cruise. And so... They um they wanted the handle for Snapchat, and then so they were able to find out where he lived. I think based on his location, maybe his Instagram. Uh, I forget how they found him exactly. Not in a way that's not creepy. Um, and then they actually got Shaq O'Neal <laughs> to create to to be in this billboard that says, "Hey, does anyone? Hey, um, prospect." Um, the place that he's in, the town that he's in. He said, does anyone know Darian? Call this number, right? Email this email address <laughs> and then get a free cruiser. And then so he called him up and um, yeah, he they gave him a free cruise in exchange for the Instagram in exchange oh, for the Snapchat handle. So brilliant. Maybe that's what we should do. Just start getting Snapchat handles for a bunch of different Or just places. like, or I mean, and that's actually a strategy. So I've actually thought about that. I just haven't had like the time to actually put in the work I should probably like just like hire someone to do it but I was thinking like I was generally thinking like musically and anchor and you know just like new and emerging um platforms is just literally just going through the top like 5,000 companies in the world and just and just creating a, a username yeah with those and people, people did that with website domains well exactly yeah. yeah um and so I mean obviously it's something that could pay off or could not obviously in this situation <laughs> it did and then on the other hand it could just be a royal waste of time and uh, it's like <laughs> i have i have time to create five thousand new accounts you know right. every day ah. and plus i don't even know if that's legal <laughs> if it's not legal don't listen to this i'm not advising this i'm just saying it'd be interesting to do in theory <laughs> anyway right. that's let's let's uh, let's get to our topic um, talk about reusing content. And by the way, all the links to those articles will be in the show notes at the social marketing podcast.com. So let's get to the actual topic, reusing content. So this doesn't mean, let's just clarify, this does not mean just taking like a picture or taking a post and then just sharing it to every single platform you could possibly find. Right. This is about adapting content to each platform. And um, there's a lot of people that do it really well. In fact, I learned about this um, from this blogger that I follow. He was talking about this other lady, this other marketing guru who does exactly this. And I thought I invented it. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I did not. So here's how you do it. So here, first, you should start with your primary platform, the platform that your target audience is most likely to be on, the platform that you ideally maybe have the most followers that you feel that you are actually uh, like the most. Cause if you really love a platform, if you have a passion for a platform, like I, I like Instagram over Facebook. Therefore 
I'm actually probably going to create better content for Instagram and Facebook. I'm going to want to create content for Instagram. So here's what I would do is I would start with Instagram and I would say, okay, create something for Instagram, create a pretty image, create a graphic using Canva. And we're getting into um, tools next week. Um, all the mm. tools that we use, we'll be going over them and how to use them and everything like that. But create something for Instagram and then say, okay, how can I use this for Facebook? And sometimes, you know, especially Instagram and Facebook are pretty similar. Sometimes you can just share it to Facebook and maybe make the copy shorter because Facebook favors shorter copy. Yep. Usually, um, I know different, you know, you'll see different things with different people depending on their niche and their audience. But typically, Facebook favors shorter copy. And then you could say, okay, how do I adapt this to Twitter? Well, again, I'm probably going to have to shorten the copy because Twitter actually has a limit, now 280 characters. And I might want to change the width of the image because Twitter likes longer images, not necessarily square images because you can't see the whole thing once you're scrolling through the feed. You have to actually click on the image in order to see the whole thing and someone might just pass it up. And then you could say, okay, how do I adapt this to maybe YouTube? Okay, well, I have these images, and I've actually done this. I've actually done this for my um, my own personal brand. Is At first, all I did was I took a quote graphic, I took a quote, and I elaborated that on my podcast. <laughs> I go. literally just took this quote. Like, it could be, I forget, you know, something like um, marketing isn't selling, you know? And I'll just talk about it for 10 minutes. <laughs> And I'll just talk about how marketing is not selling. And of course, I plan it out. I have, you know, I have the structure. And and you can do the same thing for YouTube, except you just film yourself. So it's that kind of thinking that you want to get into. And I think sometimes, too, for people, an easier way to understand that exact same process is to do it in reverse. Let's say you are you are doing a podcast or even if you're writing a blog mm -hmm. and then you have so that you have more content because sometimes it's easier to cut down. So right. let's say you've written a blog post, um, you posted it on your blog. Then for Instagram, you create a nice image mm -hmm. and then you take part of that because you're going to link it in your bio. But you take you take a, a good quote from that and you post it on Instagram and you find a different quote for Facebook that maybe you utilize in a different way and then another one for Twitter and you can link it back to your so you that is also an easier way of understanding that of taking a bigger chunk of content and then breaking it down exactly yeah and that's another strategy and um i actually I, I mean i've experimented with a lot of different strategies and so that's actually what i used to do is i i used to film a youtube video i take the audio and post it to my podcast i'd cut the youtube video into clips and I post that to Instagram and Facebook. I post longer clips to Facebook and shorter clips to Instagram because you have a one minute limit. And then I would take quotes from that and I post them as quote graphics. And then I maybe take images that relate to that and, and use a long quote from it. So here's the point. The point of all of this is not to like cheat because at first when I thought about this, I'm like, I feels like cheating a little bit. But I realized, no, it's not cheating. It's just taking your wisdom, your what you have created the quality that you created and you're spreading it as far as you can in order to reach the most people in a bunch of different ways. And that's really what's going on here. But the thing is that this sounds all good and dandy, but you have to create a game plan. You have to have written down your strategy, your step-by-step -step process in which you create content. Now, I know we talked about this in the very beginning about having a marketing plan, but this specifically, what I found helpful is in my Asana um, task list, um, Asana is just a task list manager, it's a great one, it's free. 
Luke I, loves it. <laughs> I love Asana so much. Um, I actually created a template and say, okay, this is my steps in creating content. First, I'll film a video. And, and my other personal uh, branding, mm-hmm. I'll film a video first. And then step two, edit the video. Step three, take the audio from the video and post it to my podcast. Step four, you know, post the video, the whole video to YouTube. Step five, take cut into clips, post it to Instagram and Facebook. Step six, make a quote graphic out of some quote graph, some quotes in the video. Step seven, see what I'm getting at. And then soon everything is just literally just step by step. You just pound it out because there's no guesswork. You're not wondering what's going on. The whole goal of this is to save time and to prevent creative just running, running out. (laughs) Yeah. For those of you thinking, you know, how does that save time? That sounds like a lot of work. Think about it in terms of how much work would you have to spend to create new content for every Mm -hmm. platform versus doing this exact thing. Right. Just sitting down. It's a a difference between sitting down and say, okay, I need to create a video. Sitting down and say, okay, I need to create a podcast. Sitting down and say, okay, I need to create content for Instagram. I need to create content for Facebook. You have all of a sudden 10 different pieces of content you need to create. Instead, you could create one and you could merely adapt it to different platforms. And, um, and, and of course you will do this in your own way. You'll find your own style because your audience is different yeah. than anyone else's. But that's the most important thing is you have to stick to a game plan, something realistic. We're all about realistic steps. <laughs> We're not just going to give you some theories that are like, Hey, yeah, you might try this. Like I actually do this. Like, this is what I do. And I made a realistic game plan and said, okay, this is what I'm capable of with the time that I have. Okay. I'm going to do this now. And of course, sometimes things come up and uh, <laughs> I don't produce any content for a week. <laughs> but, but you know, that's, that's just life. That's the way it goes when you're running a business. Then, right, so that's, that's the game plan. Then you have to just do it. You have to execute it. But the important thing is to adapt. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing is that people are like, oh, I have my plan. I have my thing that I do. Well, it's kind of stuck there. I can't change it. Otherwise, I would throw everything off. And while we don't recommend changing all the time it's just not it's just so frustrating right don't do it first of all you're gonna frustrate yourself it's just not good and secondly you're just not you're not gonna be able to keep up your constantly changing it's just not gonna work so but i'd recommend like every month look back see did i complete my goals if yes great how can i improve if not okay how can i adapt maybe i cannot create one less quote graphic or maybe i can do one less you know post on facebook or one less tweet about this yeah, you want to compare your your time management with the goals completed. That's one version, you know, one thing to look at. Okay, I listed, here's exactly what I'm going to do. Here's the time allocated. Was I able to complete that? Make sure you're not taking too big of a bite. Or maybe you aren't doing enough. You know, you can adapt on that end. Right. But also looking at, okay, so I've done this. What seems to be doing very well? Mm-hmm. And then why, why do the other ones not do so well on the various platforms? And can I adapt and maybe change certain things? And this will give you a great place to do that because, again, you're taking it off from one piece of content. And that's just easy. It's I, I think it, it yeah, I think we've helps. stated enough is that this will make your life easier. <laughs> whether you're doing it for yourself, creating your own personal brand, whether you're a marketing manager or a social media specialist, whatever, whatever you are doing, whatever reason that you're listening to this podcast, this is going to help you. Yep. It'll make your life simpler. And especially if you have a boss, it'll make your boss happier because all of a sudden you're creating all of this content and you're saving time. And just mental energy, really. (laughs) Over time, you're going to start to feel it. 
Yep, and then make sure you're just repeating it. Make sure you keep going because you can keep this up for a month. Like you can you can easily just grind away at a month for a month and then just get tired of it and not keep it up. If you really want to have an impact on your social media, you have to play the long game. Yep. You have to gain followers one day at a time, <laughs> slowly but surely, until years later, you have an actual great social following and engagement and all of that great stuff. We'd like to know, did you find this helpful? Let us know. You can comment below in the show notes at socialmarketingpodcast.com. You can also call into this podcast on the Anchor app, anchor.fm. You can ask us a question directly, and we can answer your question. Well, that's awesome. Right? So if you have questions or maybe you just want to say, hey, we'd love to hear from you at the Anchor app, anchor.fm. This has been the Social Marketing Podcast. So glad to have you here. Again, show notes and more. And you can actually see some of our advice in action. You can see a quote graphic that we created based on this podcast on the show notes that we're going to share on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So you'll actually see our advice that we're taking in action. We're not just talking about this empty promises, <laughs> ideas. This is, actual, this is actually real action. So socialmarketingpodcast.com. We'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs>